What is up, Dolphins, and welcome to the Finn Sports Football Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Giandaletti. If it's your first time here on the Finn Sports Football Podcast, welcome. Uh, glad to have you here. If it's not your first time, welcome back. And I haven't been doing a lot of podcasts recently. Um, there hasn't been that much news. I, I anticipated there being more cuts or trades um, pertaining to the Dolphins, and there hasn't been. So I apologize for the lack of Dolphins content recently. However, this week you'll be getting three podcasts. Um, this podcast right now, you'll be getting another one tomorrow. And then I have a special guest joining the podcast on Friday, one that I'm very very excited uh, to have here on the podcast. I'm sure you guys will be too. So stay tuned for Friday's episode. You will not want to miss it. Today on the podcast, I wanted to go over the Dolphins as a whole in 2020. I wanted to look at where we ranked overall and one, where we can improve and if I think we can improve there based off of the additions that we made in the offseason. So let's start off with just ranks for the whole entire team as a whole. Overall, the Dolphins are ranked, and I'm using lineups. Go www.lineups.com. The Dolphins were ranked 12 out of 32 teams overall. If you split that in half, two conferences, they believe that the Dolphins are a playoff team. They are a top six team in their conference based off of last year. You break down offense, defense, special teams. The Dolphins offense was 18th, defense six, and special teams one. We actually had the number one special teams unit last year in the NFL. Now let's break down offense first, okay? Because offense is really what everyone nitpicks a lot more. Uh, Whether it's because of Tua, Chan Gailey, the offensive line. Offense is what gets a lot of the criticism when you talk about the Dolphins. And rightfully so. So, overall, the offense for the Dolphins last year ranked 18th. Okay, so it wasn't super bad. It wasn't top half of the NFL. But it was right around midway. You know, a a little below average is what you could say. It was a little below average, but close to average offense. Points, the Dolphins were 15th in points. Per game, we averaged 25 points per game, okay, which put us again at at the 15th best. So we were nearly smack dab in the middle of points per game at 25.5 points. Most of our offense, when I look at the rankings, I look at plays, um, Yards, pass yards, pass touchdowns, rush yards, rush touchdowns. Everything was pretty much in the low 20s. Meaning that overall, the offense for the Dolphins last year was slightly below average. It wasn't average, which would be halfway. It wasn't above average. It wasn't top half of the NFL. But it wasn't like 32nd, like a lot of people act like it was. There was there were two stats. Um that stood out to me. And those two stats were time of possession and red zone touchdowns. Okay. Time of possession for the Dolphins, we we averaged 25 minutes time of possession per game. 
If you don't know what a good time of possession is, let me just say that isn't one. Okay, Dolphins ranked 30th in time of possessions out of the 32 qualifying NFL teams. When your offense is only having the ball for 25 minutes per game, that's bad, okay? Because what that ultimately leads to is what we'll talk about with the defense, which is the defense having to be on the field for 35 minutes, which also, again, is 30th in the NFL. The defense was on the field way too much last year. So how do you fix time of possession? Well, I think a big uh, factor to time of possession was the Dolphins' inability to run the football. Okay, rushing yards per game, the Dolphins had 105.2, which puts them at 22nd ranked in the NFL. 22nd is not an atrocious place to be at, but when you're not able to run the football as frequently as you would like to, that's going to cause you to obviously throw the football a lot more, which then can lead to, as you know, there's three ways a pass can go. A completion, an interception, or an incompletion. And with an incompletion, that stops the clock, meaning you're not on the field for a longer amount of time. So I think the number one way that the Dolphins can improve uh, on offense is their time of possession. Can you have the ball for longer? And the easiest way, as I said, to do that is being able to run the ball more. Now, the Dolphins, as I said, the Dolphins last year, 105 rushing yards per game. It's not atrocious, right? It's about 20th in the NFL. It improved from the year before. But if we want to see this Dolphins offense take that next step, we need to be able to have the ball for longer than 25 minutes per game. Now, there are a lot of other factors that contribute to time of possession, such as turnovers right? For instance, if the Dolphins had an interception, right? Xavier Howard, interception, he goes down to the three-yard line. If the Dolphins now have, you know, a two-play drive to score a touchdown, that's going to ultimately affect the time of possession because statistically, you'll look at it and say the Dolphins only had the ball for 40 seconds that drive. So time of possession can be misleading, but I can tell you off of the eye test, the Dolphins need to be able to hold on to the ball for longer. There were far too many drives when Fitz was in there, when Tua was in there, where there was just a lack of rhythm. There was a lack of game plan, right? There were a lot of games such as the Denver game where we would throw five passes in a row and it made no sense. I think the Dolphins need to, whether it's because of the offensive line getting better or Miles Gaskin taking a next step, the Dolphins need to be able to run the football better. Um, That's going to be the easiest way for you to hold on to the football longer uh, and not have those incompletions, which are stopping the clock and giving, you know, the opposing team more time with the ball. So rushing yards again, 105.5 puts us at 22nd in the NFL. Rushing touchdowns, we had about 0.9 per game, which puts us at 19th overall. Um, you, you know, again, like 
if you're averaging not even one rushing touchdown per game, like that's an issue. We need to be able to consistently run the football when we get down in the red zone. You know, if it's first and goal at the two yard line, you need to be able to punch it in right there. And there were a lot of times last year where, you know, whether it was play calling or lack of offensive line help, there were a lot of times where we would be at like the five yard line and we wouldn't be able on two runs or three runs to get into the end zone. And while you ultimately, ultimately, excuse me, would like to see more creativity on offense, if you're five yards away, you should be able to go five yards in three plays. So the fact that the Dolphins average less than one touchdown on the ground per game, that's kind of concerning. And I hope that that can improve in year two. Now, will it? TBD. Uh, the addition of Mascara and Robert Hunt inside should help because Mascara, when, you know, if it, without the concerns of snapping, I believe he is a better center than Ted Karras. I think Solomon Kinley will be better in year two than than Eric Flowers was for us. And Robert Hunt is going to be, in my opinion, the best offensive lineman we have playing inside. So hopefully those three should help boost the Dolphins running game to how big of a extent, I do not know. But I think that when I look overall at the Dolphins offense, that is a point uh, of emphasis that I think they need to address. Time of possession and being able to run the football at the goal line for touchdowns. Now, here's actually an interesting um, perspective, and I don't know necessarily if the context is because the Dolphins were in the red zone a lot, but the, the amount of touchdowns that the Dolphins scored in the red zone was actually top half of the NFL. So the Dolphins were able to score 2.2 touchdowns in the red zone per game putting them at top half in the NFL of red zone touchdowns. Now, another way that the Dolphins can improve their time of possession, which I think was the biggest issue last year, is third down percentage. The Dolphins last year ranked 26 out of 32 in third down percentage. Our third down percentage was 38.61%. Okay, you compare that to 2019, the Dolphins' third down percentage was 34. So it did improve from 2019 to 2020. But in order for you, again, for me, I think time of possession and third down percentage are the two most important stats on offense, especially third down percentage. You look at the teams. If if I could tell you right now who are some of the best teams in the NFL, you would say Green Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, um, Baltimore usually is always up there. All of those teams that typically are good, Tampa Bay, if you're a good team, your time of possession is at least 44%. The Dolphins were 38. So if the Dolphins want to take the next step in their offense, holding on to the ball longer, not having to make the defense go out there and try so hard every game, If the Dolphins want to succeed on offense and become one of those offenses that um, score a lot of points and that can win games by itself, they need to be able to score on. They need to be able to convert on third down. Again, because third down percentages, the best teams, the best of the best, those that do well every year, they have at least forty-four percent. 
There's not one team I'm trying to see right now. I'm going through the list. There's not one team that made it really far last year that wasn't at at least 44%. Seattle was the closest. Um, Actually, they were below Miami at 27. They were 38%. And I mean, you saw that when they got into the playoffs, they just got hammered. Um, So the Dolphins, again, they need to at least at least be able to get to 40-42%. But the teams, the offenses that you think of when, that when you think of good offenses, Green Bay, Baltimore, Kansas City, Buffalo, Tennessee, those offenses are at least at 45%. At least at 44-45%. Tampa Bay was 44%. The Super Bowl champs. So, the Dolphins need to improve in that area again. Being only converting on third down 38% of the time, Again, if you had 10 tries, that means you're not even converting on four of them. Uh, And in a game, typically, third down conversions, you're not going to have a a whole lot. I would say out of third down conversions, a team's maybe going to get, you know, 10, 12 third down conversions per game. So if you're able to convert half the time on third down, that's that's huge. And, and that's where the Dolphins need to aim a lot of their focus at. And that's why the additions of Jalen Waddle and Will Fuller should help. Because if you have speed, right? And I talked about this with the Hunter Long edition. If you have speed that is able to open up the defense, you can now find the Hunter Longs on third and four. It's not going to be blanket coverage. Because if, you, if it is, you run the risk of getting, you know, burnt over the top by Jalen Waddle or Will Fuller. So hopefully, you know, with the additions of the speed that we got with Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle, it can open up the defense more, creating more running lanes like Brian Flores talked about. Um, but more importantly, we we have some guys, whether it's Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller, that have yak, meaning they have a lot of yards after catch, so they could get those extra yards on third down, or whether it's you know, opening up the offense for tight ends like Hunter Long, we should, you should see a better third down percentage from the Dolphins in 2021. The goal, again, 38.6 is where we were last year. If we take the jump from 2019 to 2020, in 2020 to 2021, we should be at about 43% next year. That should be about the goal. Let next uh, Again, we should be at about 43%. If we're at 43%, that would put us in the top 10, uh, a top 12 of the NFL, which, you know, that again, that, that's going to put less stress on your defense. And also it's going to give you a better chance of getting down the field and scoring, scoring points, which is the name of the game. Um, so overall, again, offensive rankings, we came in 18th, the worst by far still. Uh, ranking was time of possession. And I believe that that correlates to one, not being able to run the football consistently and having to pass more with incompletions and stuff resulting in that. And also um, not being able to convert on third down is the key. Honestly, if you can't convert on third down, that's going to stop a lot of your drives. So if the dolphins can increase that third down percentage from 38.6 to approximately like 43 that's going to be top 12 in the NFL. Um, and that's the benchmark we should be looking at. We should want the Dolphins offense to convert on third down at least 43% of the time. 
if that happens, you're going to see a large improvement in everything, really. You're going to see a large improvement in stats, in points, in fatigue. You're going to see a large improvement on the fatigue of the defense. They're not going to have to be out there as long. Um, You're going to be able to wear out defenses more. Uh, So again, I think third down percentage and time of possession, those are the two biggest areas that the Dolphins offense needs to improve in. Because everything else, I mean, it's hard to evaluate when you have so many rookies on a team like the Dolphins had last year. But I mean, there, there, it wasn't bad, right? There was nothing about the Dolphins offense that was like bad, atrocious. When you look at rankings and stats, it's more so nothing was, nothing was great, right? There was nothing very good. Uh, it was average to to below average, nothing bad, but nothing above average. And I think that's the biggest, I mean, look, if we were able to go 10 and six, If we can just improve, again, become more balanced of a football team, especially on offense, right? Let's just have, you know, a better third down percentage. Let's have a little bit more time of possession. We don't need to go out there and be number one on offense. We don't. Most teams don't have a number one of a lot of stuff. Defense will probably be where we thrive at under Brian Flores. The offense just needs to be able to be above average. And we weren't last year. So if we can go out there, hold on to the ball more, um, score more points hopefully from that, and not have the defense on the field as much, you're going to see an improvement from a lot of areas of the team. So there, there's the offense. Now let's go into defense because defense is, um, I mean, the, the worst stat on defense was time of possession. And that was because the offense was not on the field as much. Okay. Uh, the defense, it's weird. Here's the weird thing about the defense. Number one in points allowed, we were fifth. Okay. We were 21.6 points allowed, which if you take that over the course of, uh, the NFL, we had 346 points. We gave up in the NFL season that Buffalo game, right? Before the Buffalo game, we were at 300 and actually we were at 290 points. Okay. Cause we gave up 56. Oh my God. 56 points, but we were at 290 in 15 games. We were at 19.3, which I believe at the time was either one or two in points per game. We were like first in the NFL. So I'm going to say again, consistently the dolphins for the majority of the season had the number one points per game scoring defense. We also had a top five red zone uh, defense, and we had a top five pass touchdown defense. Meaning, when it came to scoring points, scoring in the red zone, or throwing passing touchdowns, the Dolphins were top five, and in fact, in points, consistently until the end of the season, the last game, the Dolphins were first, and in passing touchdowns allowed, we were second. Okay? So... I understand there are a lot of people that were displeased with how Byron Jones played last year because he gave up a lot of yards, a lot of yards. And whether he's worth the $16 million that we're paying him, that's debatable. But the Dolphins, where their money was put last, last year in their secondary, they showed up. 
Okay, they showed up. I know yardage-wise, it was not pretty. Yardage-wise, the Dolphins actually were 23rd in the NFL out of 32 teams, right? But overall, they didn't give up a lot of touchdowns in the passing game. They didn't, okay? And on top of that, the most important statistic, which is points per game, the Dolphins were first until the last game of the season, right? We were first, and then the last game happened, and now we are fifth. But... Again, like the Dolphins' main concern last year, which I've talked about again, was their defensive line. Being able to attack the quarterback when you don't have to send eight people, you know, on on a designed blitz. And that's where I want to focus a majority of, of the defensive talk about because overall, like I just mentioned, I don't mind a defense giving up a lot of yards if it doesn't result in points, which happened last year for the Dolphins. But the Dolphins, when you watched the film, right, and you can't see this from watching or looking at stats, the Dolphins have to and and needed to get better on the defensive line from what they were last year. Because um, rushing-wise, we were top half of the NFL, um, as far as rush yards allowed, but passing yards um, and sacks, even sacks, like we were, if you look at the stats, right? Sacks, we were 10th in the NFL. That's very good. But again, that doesn't tell the full story. If you watch the games, a lot of it is design blitzes, which will happen because that's what Brian Flores does. You know, you go look at the last game he coached with New England. It was design blitzes out the wazoo. That's who he is. But the problem was I guarantee you the 41 sacks that we had last year, I would bet my money that more than half of those were on design blitzes. I don't know the exact stats, but I guarantee you more than half of those were on designed blitzes. And that's the problem with the Dolphins defense. The problem is not scheme. The problem is not giving up a lot of points. The problem isn't giving up a lot of rushing yards because we were, you know, we were middle way in that it wasn't super bad it wasn't amazing but we need to be able to rush the quarterback when when we don't design blitzes because if you're going to rely on Byron Jones and Xavier Howard playing cover zero every game because you need to rush eight people at the quarterback you're going to have those times like with Kirk Merritt on the Arizona game where Byron Jones gets burnt I don't care how much money you pay these guys. I saw Stefan Gilmore get cooked by DK Metcalf when they played cover zero. These guys are very good. But when you have, again, a guy like Kirk Merritt who probably runs sub 4-3, just beelining it down, and you're expecting Byron Jones to, again, play flawlessly every snap because you can't give him help over the top because you're rushing them, You need to design blitzes. That's not a recipe for success. And that is why you saw the Dolphins get Jalen Phillips. You saw them get Jalen Phillips because they they can't have those games against Buffalo where Josh Allen is just sitting back there cooking burgers, having a a fun time back there, just standing still because no one's getting after him. Okay, so that's the number one area to me, that the Dolphins need to improve on defense. And do I think we addressed it? 
Only time will tell. Um, I loved what I saw from Raekwon Davis last year. I do. Emmanuel Ogba, you know, there's only two ways contract year goes. It's either they, you know, want more money and if they don't get it, they act pissy or they go out and try to, you know, do as well as they can so that they get more money. I don't know what Emmanuel Ogba is going to do. But I think personally that when you have Jalen Phillips, Raekwon Davis, Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, Emmanuel Ogba, I mean, when you have those guys, Andrew Van Ginkle, I think you're going to see a large improvement from the Dolphins pass rush this year. I think Jalen Phillips, the, the, the concern with him is not on the field. It is the concussions. If he can not get concussed, right? If uh, And it's weird because I don't know a lot about like edge rushers or outside linebackers getting a lot of concussions, but I guess they do. Um, I, but, you know, if Jalen Phillips cannot get concussed, I mean, if, if there was no injury history, he was going to be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. So I believe the Dolphins physically got the best guy we could have. I think he's going to be a phenomenal edge rusher when healthy. And it's not like an injury history with, you know, a tendon or a hamstring. It's one of those where as long as he doesn't get concussed, he's fine. Um, And, you know, that's a gamble uh, right there. But I feel confident that, like, I don't think he's going to go out there and I don't think you're going to see a lack of production because he's worried about his head. I don't think you're going to see, you know, concussions come his way. I feel confident that what the Dolphins did in the offseason to address the defensive line, which it didn't need much, you just needed that guy on the on the defensive line, like Jalen Phillips. Um, if the Dolphins can fix that area of their game, again, you can nitpick all you want. You can say, you know, Byron Jones, Xavier Howard gave up a lot of yards on the ground. You know, at the end of the day, to me, they were number one in points. Um... They did. They were second in pass touchdowns. They were fourth in allowing touchdowns in the red zone. Um, so you know, personally for me, I I can't complain too much because again, when when forty seven teams or when teams try forty seven times in the red zone and they only uh, you know score points fifty seven percent of the time, I'll take that every single day. I will. Um. Now, here's the other thing I want to talk about. Actually, two more things. Number one, safety play. Safety play will not show up on defensive ranks allowed. Um, However, if you go back and listen to the five things that stood out for me from 2020 film, safety play was atrocious, okay? And I'm sorry to Bobby McCain and those out there that love Bobby. I love Bobby too. But man, there were so many games where like, the play was cooked up perfectly on defense and the safety play, the the safety just didn't know what to do. And you had a John Brown just running right behind him for a touchdown to seal the game against Buffalo. There were so many times where that happened. Go look at the Kansas city game, right? The Kansas city game is 14 to 10 and Tyreek Hill is running a, uh, uh, it's a very, very deep post route. I don't even know if it was a post route or if he was just running it like a post. 
But Clayton Fedulum, for some reason, decided, I know he's the fastest player in the NFL, but I'm going to, instead of running back, I'm going to try to bite the route and catch up with Tyreek Hill after he's running by me. Like, there were so many times where our safeties just didn't know what to do. And whether it's Jason McCourty or Javon Holland, we need to get better at safety. Because Eric Rowe was a stud last year covering tight ends, aside from Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey. And even against Darren Waller, his coverage was phenomenal. It's just Darren Waller's a freak of nature, so he caught it over him. But I'm fine with that safety. I'm talking about the free safety that needs to help X and Byron Jones when when they're running deep routes. Like, they need to have help over the top in crossing routes and go routes. And they didn't have that last year that, that well at all. Um, so... It, it makes sense why the two areas they addressed on defense were edge and safety. Because when you watch film, those are the two areas that stood out significantly. But stat-wise, again, Dolphins had the sixth best defense in the NFL. They were fifth in points allowed. They were first until the last game of the season. Second in pass touchdowns allowed. They only allowed uh, a, a red zone touchdown 57% of the time, which made them fourth overall. Um... And overall touchdowns allowed per game, they were 11th in the NFL, right? So if they can fix their defensive line, the edge rushers, if they can get better, smarter play at safety, I think this Dolphins defense is like, I. there's not many units I would take above the Dolphins defense. I mean, everywhere you look, they're stacked. Cornerback, stacked. Defensive line, stacked, like heavily stacked. Linebackers, Jerome Baker, AVG, uh, Benardrick McKinney, again, a pro bowler before he got injured. I mean, they're, 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 they're stacked everywhere. The, the issue, uh, is now it's not really an issue. It's the question is, can they rush the quarterback and can they get consistent play at safety? If those two things can happen, there's not really much to complain about with the Dolphins defense. I do believe though, uh, and I said this after last season, as good as the Dolphins defense was, some people thought like it's it's done, it didn't need to improve. I never thought that. I was like, look, our Dolphins defense was good, but we can't rely on Xavier Howard getting 10 interceptions per game. We need to be able to consistently rush the quarterback and we need to get better play out of our safeties. And they went out and they did that. So good for them. Kudos to them. Now turnovers. Uh, that, that was something on defense that I didn't talk about. Um, the turnovers for the Dolphins... They were number one in the NFL. We were number one in interceptions. Uh, we were uh, number one in turnovers overall. Um, and that is a stat that you cannot consistently rely on year in and year out. So enjoy it while it lasted. Um, but I think the turnover margin, I think the Dolphins were third in the NFL at like t- the turnover margin of just like, their turnovers versus your turnovers. We were third, I believe, in the NFL. But that's something, again, you can't consistently depend on that week in and week out if you expect to be a good team. You can't. Um, so now let's go into the last group, which we don't need to spend that much time on it. Special teams. Special teams was first in the NFL last year. I mean, that's it. That's as simple as it gets. I mean, when your kicker, Jason Sanders, who should have gotten 
uh, voted to for the Pro Bowl. I don't know how he did it. We had the best kicker in the NFL last year. Um, Our overall special teams unit was very good uh, at just not being noticed, right? The less you notice your special teams unit, the better. Um, Jakeem Grant was very good at special teams. Um, I'm trying to think. Matt Hawk was pretty inconsistent. To be honest, it is surprising to see we were number one because Matt Hawk was pretty inconsistent last year. But overall... um, you know, special teams was what was very, very good for us last year. Now, how do we stack up against other teams in our division, right? So the Bills last year, because I feel like the Bills are the best team in the division. The Bills last year, let's just go over offense, defense, everything. Offensively, the Bills were second in points. The Dolphins were 15th. So a large gap. Um... I'm trying to see uh, red zone touchdown percentage. The Dolphins uh, were 17th in red zone touchdown percentage. The Bills were actually 13th. So it's not that big of a gap. Third down percentage. The Dolphins, as I talked about, the Dolphins were um, 27th in the NFL uh, with their 38%, I believe I said it was. The Bills were first. Okay, the Bills were the best team in the NFL last year at third down percentage. They were also the best at fourth down percentage. You know, so when I say like third down percentage is so important, it is because if you can extend drives and not have your defense out there every three plays, that's so important, right? And the Bills, again, you look at the best teams in the NFL last year, the Buccaneers, the Saints, Bills, Packers, Kansas City Chiefs. In third down percentage, 1, 2, 3, uh, 8, and 11. So you have to be like around top 10 in, t- in third down percentage. You have to. It's so important. There weren't any teams that were very good last year, again, that didn't have good third down percentage. The closest one was Baltimore, or not Baltimore, Seattle. Seattle actually was good last year, and they were 28th in the NFL in third down percentage. Now... The, the Buffalo Bills offense was third in the NFL overall. The Dolphins was 18th. The company that our offense was in, the Vikings, the Texans with Deshaun Watson, the Browns, and the, the Los Angeles Rams. So not a super bad company. The Texans, again, the Texans' problem was they just sucked and Bill O'Brien was their coach and GM. Their offense was actually really good. Like Deshaun Watson had an MVP season last year. So the Dolphins aren't in bad company at all as far as offense. I mean, they're not amazing, but there are a lot of teams in there like the Cleveland Browns, the Rams that went far in the playoffs. Uh, So if we can just improve slightly, right, increase third down percentage, we don't need to go out there and be that fancy. Dolphins, sacks allowed, 15th in the NFL, top half because 16 is half. Top half the NFL in sacks allowed. So if Tua can take that next step, and if we can just improve our third down percentage, I think that's going to be huge for our team. Now let's go to defense. How do we stack up? Um, I'm going to keep with the Bills because the Bills are the team to beat right now in the AFC East. The Bills defense last year, you want to know? This is a shocker to me. The Bills were were 16th in the NFL last year in defense overall. Like they were the 16th best defense in the NFL last year. Points per game, 
Uh, the Buffalo Bills last year, points per game were 15th. Again, fi- uh, 15th in the NFL in points per game. Dolphins were 5th in points per game. Um, I'm trying to see. Uh, red zone percentage, the Dolphins were 4th in the NFL in red zone percentage. The Bills were 28th. Yikes. 28% or 28th in the NFL in 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 red zone percentage touchdowns. So when a team was in the red zone, they were one of the worst teams in the league at stopping them. The Dolphins, third down percentage. Did you know that last year the Dolphins were first in the NFL in third in third down percentage in third downs allowed on defense? Dolphins were first. Buffalo Bills were 13th. So on defense, I mean, the Dolphins were, they're a better defense than any of the teams in our division, statistically from last year. The problem, again, was offense. And that is why I think if you are able to stop the Bills on defense, right, if if the Dolphins can stop the Bills on defense and not allow them to do whatever they want, score 56 points, you know, 31 when we played them week two, we can we we have a good shot because our defense is better than theirs. So if our offense can just play a little bit better, which it should next year, with the speed and skill we got, if our defense can just play better against their offense, which is their strength of their team, there's no reason why the Dolphins can't be a very, very good team and why we can't compete with teams like the Buffalo Bills. Because the Buffalo Bills, again, they're very, very good on offense, but their defense is, again, you look at the rankings. When you are 28th in the NFL in allowing touchdowns, right? Third down percentage was pretty good, 13, but the Dolphins were first in the NFL in points for most of the year. They were first in the NFL in third down percentage the whole entire year. Our Dol- our, our defense, the, the main problem I'm telling you was when we played teams like the Bills, Get after Josh Allen. Because if they're off... Here's the thing. If you go watch a Bills game where they lost and struggled, I guarantee you it had nothing to do with their defense. I guarantee you if the Bills ever lost games, it was because their offense was struggling. Because the Bills defense was never amazing throughout the year. It really wasn't. It took a major step back from what they were in 2019. The Dolphins just need to be able to make Josh Allen uncomfortable. And that's something we haven't been able to do the last two years. Whenever Josh Allen plays us, he can do whatever the hell he wants and there's no one there to stop him. If that can change, which I believe with the addition of Jalen Phillips, Bernardrick McKinney, hopefully better safety help with either Jason McCourty or Javon Holland, we should be able to play the Bills a lot better. And I think that, you know, the, the main key for the Dolphins in becoming better, right, based off all the stats we just looked at, offensively, can you convert more third downs? And defensively, can you get after the quarterback consistently? If the Dolphins can do those two things, which you look at what they addressed in free agency they, and, and the draft, they got weapons like Jalen Waddle and Will Fuller to extend drives, to have better speed, to hopefully get more than like 1.9 yards after catch. You know, like if the Dolphins can do those things, which I believe they addressed on offense, they they should be able to fix that problem of third down conversion. 
If the defense can get after the quarterback, which I believe they should be able to with the addition of Jalen Phillips, Christian Wilkins in year three, Raquan Davis improving from year one to two. If, if you can just see those two things improve, I'm telling you, it may seem like such a small, um, such, such a small difference, you know, just being like, oh, all we need to do is, you know, just have better third down conversion percentage and get after the quarterback better. That's it. Like the offensive line is going to improve. Will they be a top five unit? No, they won't. But if our if our offense can just stay on the field longer and our defense can get off the field sooner, man, you're going to see the Dolphins win a lot more games against good teams. Good teams. So those are my overall thoughts uh, when I look at how the Dolphins uh, ranked last year, uh, how what they need to improve on this year, and if I think they did it. You know, I think... Again, with the offensive line, weapons they added, safety and edge being taken in the first and second round, like the Dolphins did what they needed to to get better. Now it's just about going out there and executing uh, what they need to do. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, I'll be doing another podcast tomorrow. And on Friday, I will be having a very special guest here on the Finn Sports Football Podcast. So be sure to check that out. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. See you next time. Fins up.